This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 512. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 512. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy Inauguration Week. So many things. Oh my goodness. Before we dive into today's content, a couple things I would need to touch base on. So last week, and I think even the week prior, I mentioned that we will be opening up enrollment for Momentum Mamas. And that is our membership community and our membership community where I am coaching every week and leading you and other moms to finding more confidence and courage to take powerful and impactful action in your life every damn day. And it's an amazing and really, really special place. However, I decided to push back our open enrollment. And so we're going to actually be opening enrollment next week. And this was a big decision based on a couple things. But here's what I decided. I decided that in light of what is projected to happen, Um, and chaos that is expected and predicted around the inauguration this week, if you're in the US, it didn't feel right to make this be a week about promoting a program. I just think people are going to need the space to be responsible citizens and listen and learn as history is definitely going to be unfolding before our eyes. And 
I did not want to be in your social media feed or in your email boxes saying like, hey, I have a cool thing. So I do have a really cool thing for next week. And I will open enrollment for Momentum Mamas next week. And if you are so excited about that and you know that you need that community of mamas to connect with and you're looking for that intimate connection between myself and my coaching community and other moms who are showing up and doing amazing, powerful things every day, you can still get on our email list to make sure you get notified as soon as we open enrollment next week by just going to shame mom.com slash newsletter. And that will make sure that you get all email correspondence that we send out about that program opening up. And I think that's a really important thing for us to address that it is okay as leaders, and all of us are leaders, it is okay to make changes to expectations based on the needs of our communities and based on our own personal needs. And so I think that we should and can honor what's happening around us by being really conscientious of what feels right in our gut. And I actually asked in a group of entrepreneurs that I'm in on Facebook, I asked like, hey, what are you all doing around promotions for the week of the inauguration? What are your thoughts? I'm thinking about moving something that I was going to be promoting. And it was really interesting to hear people's feedback. But the overwhelming feedback, the overarching theme of all the feedback was listen to your gut. Like if your gut's telling you that this doesn't feel in alignment and it doesn't feel right to be promoting when there's this potential for so much civil unrest, then listen to that and honor that. So here I am listening and honoring. And one of my themes, if you were at the plan and prep pajama party is self-trust. That's a word phrase, I guess, that I chose for 2020 and I'm still using it from till 2021 still working on it. So this is also an exercise in self-trust for me to listen to myself and recognize like this thing I had planned didn't feel right. So we're going to change course and it'll open up next week. So I'm very, very excited to be talking with you next week about Momentum Mamas. And I will be showing up in our private Facebook group. So totally free, open to any moms who listen to the show. That's at shamelessmom.com slash Facebook. I will be showing up in that Facebook group throughout this week, just checking in, doing some coaching, coaching around whatever's happening in the world, whatever that turns out to be. I'm recording this the week, you know, the Wednesday on Wednesday, January 13th. So I don't know yet how things are going to be unfolding, but I do plan to show up in the Facebook group and have some conversations with you all. So if you're not in that Facebook group, go to shamelessmom.com slash Facebook, because even before opening enrollment to Momentum Mamas, I'm going to be doing some coaching to everyone in the community in our free community beforehand, just so that we can get through this inauguration week together. So that piece. All right. And today's episode, I'm really, really excited to dive into. And I want to give a little caveat. So I'm going to be talking about how to honor Martin Luther King Day with your kids as a family, which I think is really, really important. But here's the caveat. I don't think you should be learning primarily about Martin Luther King Day from a middle-aged white lady. (laughs) So that's me. So I want you to take this and listen and see what resonates with you and what makes sense to bring into your family and what seems adaptable to your kids at whatever age and stage they're in. And also, I want this to be the very much the beginning of your learning and beginning of you exploring some of the suggestions and recommendations that I make, because there are plenty of black leaders who have way more important things to say about Martin Luther King and they deserve 
to be the ones leading this conversation, not me. So I am only because I'm a leader and I do have a huge sense of responsibility around that. And I obviously have a lot of passion around race and anti-racism work. I'm talking about this here. But I also don't want this to be the only learning that you do around Martin Luther King Day. And I'm going to be sharing a ton of resources in this episode. So make sure you check out the show notes. If you go to shamelessmom.com, click on episode 512. And all those resources that I mentioned will be linked there to keep it really easy for you. So here's my three intentions around this episode. Three intentions I have. Number one, share resources. I have been doing a ton of research and work in anti-racism for a while now. And so I do have great resources to share. And I want to always, always be sharing those with you. And I also have friends who do amazing work and I want to be sharing their work. So I have black friends and women of color friends who are doing such transformational work around anti-racism and doing such powerful education around this that I always want to be sharing their work and sharing their stories. And so I will be doing a little bit of that today. So that's my first intention is sharing resources. My second intention is to create awareness around longer term commitments to anti-racism. So of course, we get all invested in Martin Luther King Day. There's always a lot of, in schools especially, there's a lot of education and typically time dedicated to learning about Martin Luther King and learning about his life, his legacy, learning about the impact of his legacy as well. And then we have Black History Month coming up in February where there's often another commitment to that as well. But I want to really create awareness around an ongoing commitment to anti-racism and an ongoing commitment to your education around anti-racism. And so that's my second intention here is for this not just to be about like what you can do today because the stuff I'm going to suggest is not like a lot of it is not a stuff you can just do on one day. It's more of a journey kind of a thing, more of a process. So that piece is really, really important to me to create awareness around a longer term commitment. That's more part of like, this is who I am as someone who's actively working toward being a better anti-racist. And then my third intention around this is to push pause to reflect on the importance of carrying out Martin Luther King's legacy. And so I think that there's a lot of different ways that we can do that. And that can look different for everyone. But we are all in positions of leadership because innately as a mom, you are a leader. (laughs) And so you're a leader in your family, but you're also a leader in your community and you're a leader in your workplace and you're a leader in different organizations that you participate in. And so I want to make sure that we are pushing pause as leaders to reflect on the importance of Martin Luther King's contributions, and then how we can all continue to carry out his legacy. Those are my intentions today. And now let's dive in and talk about 10 ways that you can honor Martin Luther King Day with your kids. So a lot of this is suggestions around things you can do as a family, but it all really starts with you. So you can decide what is relevant for you and for your family based on the ages of your kids. My son is eight, so I'll be using examples around kind of what we've been doing and what that's looked like with an eight-year-old. And some of that stuff might work well for you now, and some of it might be stuff that, you know, your kids are younger or older, and you might be need to be a little bit creative to make it relevant to you. But I think most of this will resonate for most of you. I think there will be something for everyone here. So here we go. The first thing I want you to do to honor Martin Luther King is ask your kids, what do they already know? This has been really interesting for us. So I'm going to talk a little bit about a documentary that we watched as a family that's so good. But what was fascinating to me when we were watching this documentary is that 
Vinny knew so many facts about Martin Luther King already. And I was like, how do you know these things? He's like, I learned it at school. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I knew that he was learning some things, but he remembered so much. He kept like making these funny references like, oh, back in 1929, when Martin Luther King was born, I was like, how do you know what year he was born? So ask your kids what they already know, because this will be really, first of all, it will start conversation. But it'll be really enlightening for you to see that they maybe already know a ton. They might know more than you. Vinny definitely knew some facts that I did not know. And or they might not know much at all. And you might have bigger gaps to fill in. But it's just a way to get the conversation open, ask them what they already know, and kind of take it from there. So that's my first suggestion. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Second suggestion is to watch the I Have a Dream speech. So in the show notes, I'm going to include a link to YouTube where it's the I Have a Dream speech and it's the video with subtitles. So you can watch it as a family. I know that Vinny, for whatever reason, is more invested in things with subtitles. I've heard this is a thing that like all the kids these days love subtitles. So I don't know. So I found this version that comes with subtitles that I thought would be helpful for those of you who have children that like subtitles. Also, because the audio quality isn't the very best. It's also helpful in that sense. The video is about 17 and a half minutes long. So I think it's a great conversation starter. I'll be honest, these are the kinds of things we watch while we're eating dinner. It's just an easy time for our family to come together and watch something and have really great conversation. And also we do a lot of like pushing pause and chatting and things like that. So I know some people don't maybe believe in watching shows or videos while you're eating food because that's family time. I don't know. I think this is a really great use of family time. So <laughs> that's how we 
incorporate these kinds of educational experiences into our household. So that's your second recommendation. Second way to honor is to watch that I Have a Dream speech with your kiddos and learn more that way. Next, number three, is to talk about racism as a very currently present situation. So I think that I was really, really misled growing up into thinking that racism was over, that that used to be a thing back in the 60s and before, but after Martin Luther King, it wasn't a thing anymore. And we know that's not true. We know that white supremacy is alive and well, unfortunately, very, very unfortunately. And so I think that it's really great to talk about Martin Luther King and talk about, you know, historical leaders and figures for sure. But let's also talk about this used to happen and what's still happening. And so that's been really interesting, especially with Vinny, to watch videos and have conversations and read books around things like, oh, it used to be that, you know, black kids and white kids couldn't go to the same school, which is like astounding to him. And so in his mind, I don't want him to think, well, now that that's not a thing anymore, that racism isn't real, I want him to recognize like, okay, so while that's not true in schools anymore, in super blatant ways, although it still certainly happens that kids are segregated in schools just in the ways that communities have ended up being developed, I want him to know that there's other ways that racism definitely continues to show up and have conversations around that. How is racism still currently happening very routinely and very systematically in ways that are intentional in many cases. Number four is to talk about current Black leaders and specifically the kinds of work they're doing. So yes, of course, obviously on Martin Luther King Day, talk about Martin Luther King Jr., talk about his work, his legacy, everything that has come since then. But also, who are the people that are doing this work now? Who are the current people leading us in civil rights. And so I found an article that I'll link to in the show notes called 19 of the most influential civil rights leaders of the 21st century. And I'm going to give you a few examples because these are people, some of them, actually, I was familiar with all of them, but they weren't people that I had like thought to share with my child. They were just people who I kind of knew about in the background of my mind. So obviously, I'm going to start with two who are just so obvious, Uh, Kamala Harris, obviously, and Stacey Abrams, Obviously, I'm going to talk more about Stacey Abrams in a little bit, but these are two people that I just think, you know, clearly are showing up and leading in ways that are having dramatic change and showing up in really powerful examples of what it can look like when a woman of color decides to lead at the highest level. Some other people who you're probably aware of, but may or may not be aware of, but also are leading civil rights movements in different ways. One is Laverne Cox. So Laverne Cox, you might be familiar with her from Orange is the New Black. So she is an amazing actress. She was in Orange is the New Black. And she also is transgender. She played a transgender character. And she is someone who is always always showing up in leadership as it pertains to race, as it pertains to transgender rights, as it pertains to LGBTQ plus rights. She's just a powerhouse. And she's been really open and frank about her struggles around being bullied, especially as when she was a male child and her suicide attempt, and how she's overcome these obstacles to forge a successful acting career. She's someone who I really, really deeply respect. So there's one. Next is Tarana Burke. And Tarana Burke is the founder of the Me Too movement. So she's an activist 
who is helping survivors of sexual violence. And so if you're familiar with the hashtag Me Too, she's the one who was at, like leading the helm there in which millions of women all over the world have come out to share sexual abuse stories and bring down several very powerful men in the process. So her life's work is about helping people of color and marginalized groups, mostly young women and girls, come forward with their stories and let people see like what is really happening behind the scenes with some really powerful, notable men. So Toronto Burke is another, it's a great one. Next is Van Jones. So Van Jones, you might recognize his name from CNN. He's a CNN commentator, but he's also the co-founder of Color of Change. And I will tell you, I'm not like a big news consumer in terms of like sitting and watching the nightly news or anything. But with the election and now everything that's been happening in the last couple of weeks in Washington, D.C., I actually have been watching more news. And every time Van Jones speaks, I'm like, oh my gosh, like rewind it. I want to listen again. And now I'm crying. Like he's just, oh, he's so well-spoken. He has so many powerful, powerful things to say. So he is recognized as a human rights and green jobs activist. So he was named by Time Magazine as one of its heroes of the environment. He also helped found the Ella Baker Center for Human Rights and Color of Change, which are both social justice organizations giving a voice to vulnerable communities. I'm actually on the email list for Color of Change, and I got lots of different really great things from them. I've donated to them in the past. They're just a phenomenal, outstanding organization. And as a CNN commentator, he's often discussing racial inequity and police brutality. And he, he always has something to say about what's happening in the news as it relates to racism and how we are currently upholding oppressive systems of racism. And it's always really, really just it's so eye opening and so well said where you're just like, holy cow, like, how did I not see it in that way? Or he just puts things together in a way that makes so much sense and really allows you to synthesize them in a way that I think is extremely important and extremely impactful. So Van Jones is that one. And then next we have Susan Burton. And Susan Burton, maybe you haven't heard of her. She's only newly on my radar. She founded A New Way of Life, which aims to reduce recidivism rates and help women after their release from prison. And she was in and out of prison for drugs and nonviolent crimes for two decades. And in 2010, she received the Gleitzman Citizen Activist Award from Harvard Kennedy School and was named a CNN Top 10 Hero. She also has a book, which is how she got on my radar. Someone, and now I wish I could remember who said this. Someone shared her book on Instagram and said it was the best book they read in 2020. So of course, I immediately got it and I've started it. It's so good. So her book is called Becoming Ms. Burton. And the book is about her life in and out of prison and then the work that she's doing now. So her foundation that she founded, um, A New Way of Life, provides sober living, free legal services, and other support to formerly incarcerated women. And so she's just a phenomenal person to follow. And to she's showing up for women and t- speaking out about what incarceration does to marginalized communities and how significantly and deeply impacted marginalized communities are as it relates to the criminal justice system. And so her work is just really, really important as well. So you can read, again, link to that article, 19 of the most influential civil rights leaders of the 21st century. But those were a few when I read through the article, and I was like, oh, these are people I think are worth mentioning that might already be on your radar, but maybe not be people that you thought to talk to your kids about and bring up at dinner time. All right, number five. So number five, the fifth thing that you can do to honor MLK Day with your family is to attend Martin Luther King events, obviously, as it's appropriate in COVID climate. So attending events, so if there's events that you can attend locally. Now, because this is going live on Martin Luther King Day, maybe the boat has been missed there. And also because of COVID, there's probably not a lot of stuff happening in person. But here's the other thing that you can do. If you miss the boat on MLK events, 
You can also plan on attending Black History Month events next month in February. So February is Black History Month. So you could take this day, take Martin Luther King Day, and use that as a day of conversation with your family to acknowledge, okay, Black History Month is coming up. And what is happening around our city for Black History Month? And how can we take advantage of those things? Or in the culture of COVID, what's happening online that we could be participating in and paying attention to as it relates to MLK Day and also Black History Month coming up? Number six, the sixth thing that you can do is to define what it means to be an ally with your children and then talk about different ways each member of the family can show allyship because obviously this is going to look really different across the board. This is going to look so different for like, you know, a four or five year old or six year old versus a parent. But there's really great things that you can start to have conversations around and things that you can start to recognize about the ownership and responsibility that young children can take and also how you can model that and model allyship as an adult by just letting your kids know what you do as it relates to showing up as an ally. And so sometimes there's a lot of things we just do when we don't talk to our kids about it and making sure that they're, they have awareness around the things that you do. So if there's things that you do to be an ally or conversations, in fact, this is happening a lot in Momentum Mamas and other communities that I'm a part of um, in terms of me being a member people who are speaking up in the workplace and pointing out like, hey, I'm noticing that this group, you know, tends to not be represented in leadership, or I'm noticing that we don't have any employees of a certain race or what have you. And so coming home and talking about that at the dinner table, so that that's a conversation that your child witnesses and that your child hears about and knows that that's what you do when you go to work, you are someone who's in those conversations, and that maybe you're leading those conversations. And so I think that can be really, really important. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.
I know that for us, Vinny has started noticing, he notices when we're watching like a game show, he'll be like, Though, why is it all only white people on the game show? Or why is it? And I'm like, yeah, that's a really great question. Because he's heard me ask those same kinds of questions. We were watching an episode of MasterChef, many seasons old. And I pointed out something about how it was mostly white people or all white people. I don't even remember now. But as soon as I said it, he like perked up. And now he totally notices when there's shows that only have white people on them. He's like, this show only has white people. Like, what's that all about? So that sense of awareness and conversations around awareness can be really, really significant at a young age. Number seven, the seventh thing that you can do to honor MLK Day is to talk about the importance of the cultural revolution of 2020, which started in May with the death of George Floyd and is definitely still ongoing. And so this is so relevant to MLK Day because it allows us to explain that a lot of people did not carry out Martin Luther King's dream. We still have so much work to do and there's still so much prejudice and racism baked into our country, woven into our the fabric that binds us together and that is in our foundation. It is just seeping through everything. And yes, there's tons and tons of awareness. And I will say it's been interesting. Black leaders who are mentors of mine have said that they feel a lot of hope right now because they feel like while we are seeing these you know vicious acts of white supremacy, especially at the state capital level right now, more and more people are seeing how significant and how inappropriate and how dangerous that is. And so there is a shift in people who maybe before weren't outwardly acknowledging that white supremacy is real, and maybe they're starting to do that. And that can be really helpful. It's helpful to see to hear black leaders have hope around that around hope that there is an increased level of awareness and an increased sense of responsibility that we all have. But we also need to recognize that none of this ended with the end of the civil rights movement, that pieces ended, but so much continued and many, many things, new things came up and new pieces of white supremacy, new components of racism were woven into the fabric that makes up our nation here in the US. So the civil rights movement was monumental in so many important ways and also did not close the door on racism in our country. And so talking about like current day relative to 1960s and relative to when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was doing his work. Number eight, make a commitment and create ongoing opportunities from your child to learn from Black educators and writers. So this is one of the best recommendations I can make for this is Jumbo Books. It's a subscription service. They're not a sponsor. I have no affiliation with them. But Jumbo Books is just a great, great book club where you can sign up and your kid gets age appropriate books delivered to your front door once a month. And that's a really great way to just make sure that you're always getting diverse books or keeping diverse books that are age appropriate in your house. But always just making sure that in addition to that, that there is a commitment to ongoing opportunities to learn from Black educators and Black writers. And so two of the book recommendations I have. So Vinny, for Christmas, I got him a book, <laughs> like super lighthearted Christmas present. You're going to laugh. But I got him a book called Something Happened in Our Town, which I'll again link in the show notes. But it's about racial injustice in a small town. And so it's a really, really good book. Opened up some great conversations for us. And that was Vinny's in the second grade. It felt super age appropriate. 
There's also a book that was recommended to me, which I bought, which is not age appropriate yet, but I've seen it in so many places now since I bought it called Dear Martin, which is more of a young adult, like a teen. I don't know if it's like tween to teen. So I'll let you do the research on that based on your child and your child's needs. But it's called Dear Martin. It's a chapter book. It is about a teen's experience with racism and the police and the reality of racism among police and what that looks like. So definitely a little bit of a deeper and higher level reading, but another really great, highly recommended book. Number nine, make note that we don't only celebrate Martin Luther King Day and only celebrate Black people on one holiday over the course of one month, like in February for Black History Month, but every single day. And on top of celebrating Black people and their contributions and their gifts and all the ways that they show up and lead and support our world in so many really, really significant ways. Holy cow. I mean, I'm thinking the Georgia election right now. On top of that, looking out for situations where they're not included or given equal access or equal rights and ask why that is. So having that conversation, which I've already kind of shared how that's happened in our house in a couple different ways, but making note that there are situations where black people are not included and it's very intentional. And so how can we look for those situations and then call that out and talk about that with people who make decisions around who's in leadership and who gets to show up in certain places and figure out why equal access has not been given or equal rights have not been given, ask why that is and and demand more. Number 10, Okay, this is one of my favorites. This might be my favorite one. Watch the documentary All In. So this is on Amazon Prime. It's All In, The Fight for Democracy. It is a new documentary just out. Stacey Abrams is one of the executive producers. She's featured throughout. She narrates a bunch of it. It's her life story in leadership, which goes into her family history, which was really, really cool to learn about. But it also talks about voter suppression. I learned so much about the voting system in this movie. It talks about civil rights in lots of different ways. It's a really great movie. And I will say a shout out to Alexia Vernon, who mentioned watching it with her daughter, who's a little younger than Vinny, because I wouldn't have thought about watching it with Vinny. It would have been something that like Vince and I would have watched after bedtime. But Alexia mentioned watching it with her daughter. And I was like, oh, we should see if Vinny wants to watch that. Oh my gosh, he was so into it. He was so invested. It took us three sittings to watch. It's an hour and 40 minutes long. It took us about three hours to get through it because we pushed pause so many times to talk about different things. But he was extremely curious, extremely engaged. Holy cow, like I can't believe how much content we was covered. Now there were some things in there that were a little scary for a young child. There were pictures of lynchings and reference to that and conversation around that. So just know that that's part of it. But it was a phenomenal watch. And so if you are wanting to watch something and have conversation around that, that was an really, really, I think a really great educational experience for our family. And it also that's how I started to see like, oh my gosh, Vinny knows so much more about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. than I ever thought. Because he knew so much when as we were watching this documentary. So of course, I told his teachers, I was like, Oh, my gosh, thank you for all the work you're doing, because my child knows way more than I thought he did. And I honor you for laying the groundwork there. So those are my 10 tips. But I'm going to give you a bonus because after I came up with all of this, my friend Jasmine Bradshaw, always showing up at the right time in the right place. She re-released an episode that she did last year for her podcast. So her podcast is First Name Basis, which is phenomenal. And I want everyone to listen to First Name Basis every single week. She re-released her episode from last year's MLK Day, and it's called The Untold Truth of Martin Luther King Jr. And it's phenomenal. And so it gives a ton of background information 
lots of things you may or may not know. I didn't know a lot of the connections between Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the Kennedys, Bobby and JFK. So that was really, really interesting. I learned so much. And Jasmine always, she's just a phenomenal educator. Also, she shared in that episode that she's going to be launching a new program. It's called Bite Size Black History. So it's going to be a program that she's going to run that's going to offer education on black leaders that maybe you haven't heard about before, but it's going to be content curated for kids and everything that Jasmine creates is amazing. So I want you to listen to her episode about the untold story of Martin Luther King Jr. But I also want you to get on her email list to get her information around bite-sized black history. So I will link to her show in the show notes and you can take it from there. But she's such a phenomenal educator. And I always want to remind people to go check her out for resources and just listen to her and learn from her. So those are my 10 things that you can do today. You don't have to do them all today because remember, this is a lifelong journey. So start today and keep going. And I will be back here on Wednesday with a great interview. I'm so excited for Wednesday's interview with two sisters. Oh my goodness, it's going to be such a good one. And I will be back here next week. We'll be talking about Momentum Mamas. And if you want to make sure that you get information on Momentum Mamas, as soon as we open up next week, make sure that you go over and get on my email list by going to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter to get the announcement as soon as it comes out, especially if you are feeling like you need to be connected to a community of moms who allow you to show up and be in conversation around things that give you a sense of power right now and give you a sense of hope and give you a sense of optimism that maybe is feeling like it's lacking on a day-to-day basis. So that's where you can get that information and prepare yourself to get that information over at shamelessmom.com slash newsletter. Thank you for being here. I value you and I'm excited to be back here again in a couple of days. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Real truth alert, pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were, but the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katiyun Kayani, also known as Dr. Kat. 
My podcast, Mom and Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions. All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.